Welcome to Their Very Best, the podcast where total amateurs make wild proclamations about the work of expert, professional musicians, despite having no actual qualifications. I'm Waldron Faulkner. And I'm Bill Noto. Thank you for joining us for wild, unsolicited opinions about pretty women at walking with gorillas down my street. The Joe Jackson album, Look Sharp. Wow, Joe Jackson gets album treatment? That is a interesting surprise. <laughs> We're all learning together. All right, let me just set the table a little bit here, okay? Look over there. Yes, setting the table, this is a tour episode, but it's about a single album. And Billy, you're coming in cold. I asked you not to listen to Joe Jackson. You don't really know Joe Jackson. I asked you not to listen. Who is Joe Jackson? Well, he's this British guy, and I'll tell you more about Joe Jackson in a little while, but the reason Joe Jackson gets single album treatment is because this is one of my favorite albums of all time, and I have not been able to find a lot of other Joe Jackson that I love. So you know this song, right? I do know this song. Okay. Take him home tonight. I love this song. Right. Okay, so (laughs) this is his first album, and it had this hit on it, Is She Really Going Out With Him? I found this album by The Record Club, and we've mentioned The Record Club before. But for me, it was The CD Club. Okay, that's what I wondered. I thought maybe it was. It's the same club. Was it a penny? It was a dozen records for a penny when I joined, and I literally sent them the penny. It was funny. It was a dozen records for a penny, but then you were signing up for, like, more, right? An album a month, or like six in a year, or some... (laughs) I, at 12 years old, entered into a contract with a major (laughs) recording. Yeah, this was like the first time my parents said, like, yeah, but you gotta read the fine print, right? Like, it was... What you signed up for was, like, what... You're gonna get another album, you know, next month at full price, and what's it going to be? And we're gonna send you the selection next month if you don't, like, intervene and let us know, right? So... But the letting it, yeah, the way it worked was they would say like, next, we're going to send you this and you could opt out, right? Anyway, I ended (laughs) up with this record by accident. I love it. Okay. I I didn't know what I was signing up for, right? And, and, And so I got this record in the mail and, you know, I sort of had an aversion for it because even though it was in 79 and, uh, it still kind of looked like the 80s on the front cover, there's like a fashion cover and we'll, we'll look, we'll talk about the cover in a minute, but. The album won me over, and that's my goal for this episode. It's to win you over to this album. Love it. And I've got six songs to try to do that. I love it. Okay. I wish I could say I was like a hard guy to win over, but I I think you probably are going to win because I already like that first song. Well, I think it's easy to win you over with this album and you'll make your own decision, you know, but it'd be much harder for me to try to win you over. I think you're right about that. But I think that even if we were starting on even footing, it would be easier for me to win you over to this album because it's more of a Billy album than a Waldron album. Mm, Okay. You know, we'll revisit that and see if that's true or not, right? Okay. So I've got six songs. We've never done an episode like this where it's a tour, a tour of only an album, right? Something's going wrong around. A tour of only an album where, and also where the... The other guy, is totally shotgun, the shotgun seat on the tour, <laughs> right. is like, I've never heard of this person, although I have heard of that song. Right. Well, that's his big hit on the album, and everybody knows that song. It's one of his most frequently played songs of all time, and it's a great song, but it's not even close to the best on the album. In fact, mm. it's not in my top six. 
it's iconic. And that's why we're playing it. Got it. Makes sense. But I want to start with a song. I want to start with a song called Baby Stick Around. Okay. Okay. And there's some interesting drum work in this thing. So everyone, just to make sure you understand, this is the first time I'm hearing this. Like you. (laughs) We're breaking new ground here. All right. So here it is. Baby Stick Around. like the tempo. Yeah, listen to these drums right here, okay? Come on, people, get your dancing shoes on. Oh, yeah. Now, what is that? Reds and yellows and pinks and blues on. Is that the I mean, side uh, of the drum with a I stick? Think he's, I think he's hitting the side of the floor tom with a stick, which is a great technique. Wood on wood or... Yeah. It sounds... Purple leopard skin and see-through plastic. Purple leopard skin and see-through plastic. Whatever you want, but just make it drastic. He's talking about the punk scene in the late 70s in London. Mm. And Joe Jackson is known as a pianist. There's no piano in this. There's very little piano in this whole album, right? He just sings it. Stick around. Baby, stick around. Harmonies are great. Oh, yeah. I love that there's a punk vibe here. Yeah. It's very much a punk vibe and it's kind of leaning towards new wave a little bit. It's great. Sort of describing the scene. In a minute here, we're going to have a bass and drum, so there'll be a bass solo thing trading off the main riff and the drum side thing with the bass. Yeah. Trade off. The bassist here is Graham Maybe is his name, M-A-B-Y. And he's the only one of this Joe Jackson band that has their own file on the uh, briefing that the research team gave me. <laughs> okay. No, the bass solos are great here. Listen. What kind of crazy effects are going on there? This is straight up, dude. You sure? You sure. They were going for a uh, We're Live sound. Yeah. Now, I want you to listen to the very end of the song because mm. what they have is a scripted, really difficult timing thing that we used to love to do in our little band because we thought it showed off that we were like really tight. <laughs> right here. That was good times. This song is very characteristic of the album. And, and you can see why I think it's more a Billy album than a Waldron album, right? Straight up, um, going for a live sound, up-tempo, mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. in a good way, and, um, mm. and a lot of great energy, right? That was my uh, nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> simple and a in lot a, of great a, energy. No no, 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 simple in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so... Is she really going out with him, the big hit that you knew? Like, that's mm. a good song. There's another song that's a little bit but characteristic. You know, you know what's so crazy, though, is you asked me the other day about Elvis Costello, and I was like, is this Elvis Costello? Like, I <laughs> thought it was Elvis Costello. So, Well, he's compared to Elvis Costello quite a bit, and Elvis mm. Costello had a much bigger career than Joe Jackson for, mm-hmm. I don't know, a lot of different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. because Elvis Costello stuck with the thing he was doing. Joe mm-hmm. Jackson went off into do some, like, jazz stuff and all kinds of other crazy stuff. Took himself very seriously, classically trained, or at least trained at the um, Royal Academy of Music in London. Studied at the Royal Academy of Music. And this was before he did this band. So I think he took himself very seriously, and I think it took him away from this sort of 
post-punk liveliness just on the edge of new wave kind of thing mm-hmm. right mm. okay i got you there's this other song called sunday papers which it's also sort of characteristic of the jokey nature of the lyrics and so they go from like sarcastic and cynical to jokey mm-hmm. and i like the jokey ones this, this one's sort of right in between there it's called sunday papers guitar noise is the same noise as through the rest of the album. Mother doesn't go out anymore. Just sits at home and rolls her spastic eyes. And the bass noise is... Remember you were talking about the Paul McCartney bass noise in Abbey Road, how it was consistent yeah. through the album? Same thing here with all oh, the wow. instruments, but especially the bass. It's like they came in, recorded the session, went home, and that was it. They were <laughs> well, good. They spent, more time, they spent more time than that, but I do think the whole band sounds consistent throughout and, and just amazing. Great sound. You can read it in the Sunday papers. And the song is about like the sort of sensationalistic nature of media, especially newspapers and tabloidy newspapers yeah. at the time. Why should she go out when the TV's on? Just a quick aside, I'm noticing this sort of ska, the ska right. guitar. Well, yeah, business. when I was reading about this, Joe Jackson mentioned that he was very influenced by reggae. Yeah. And I didn't really realize that or even hear it there's a song later that it, you'll really notice it, but um, yeah, good call. I hadn't hadn't even noticed that. Basically, the guitar on two and four is the reggae guitar. Yeah. Listen to how forward the bass is in this whole thing. Yeah, it's very bright. I like that. Sunday Papers. Um, I'm going to jump forward in the song. Okay, so there's a bass phrase and then harp. And the bass phrase at the end of chorus has this wonderful, it just goes from high to low and it's beautiful right here. Oh wow, it's not there, it's later on. Here comes the harp. syncopated in there. I love it. He's got those blue notes. He's got those blue bends that you love in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. At the end of this chorus, you'll hear that high to low bass phrase right here. And then they do something else that I think you're really going to love here in about 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> oh my God. They change the drum pattern. They change the energy of the drum pattern. Oh, double time. Right. Good times. Yeah, yeah. And what's amazing about that is that it's the same tempo. They just put twice as many backbeats in there. Yep. It's awesome. I love that. That's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> well, get ready because I think you're going to hear you're going to hear it again. And I think that that's like a good alternative to is she really going out with him? It's characteristic for those who know the artist, and it's it's just a, a fun little song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, by the way, the drummer also played with Cowboy Junkies. Did you know that? I just looked him up in my, my private research files. You didn't get the guys in the research department to write you a briefing on David Houghton? They did, but you know, I like to do my own, my own research live while we're, right. while we're recording, you know. Two of these guys, so Graham may be the bassist, stayed with Joe Jackson all the way through. He's still playing with them. Wow. And the other two sort of disappeared. The guitarist, who's wonderful, he like toured with Aztec Camera and played with Joan Armatrading a little bit. We're going to huh. come back to Joan Armatrading pretty soon. I'm a huge fan. Okay. But then, and David Houghton, like he hasn't done too much. And then now they're back with Joe Jackson <laughs> since 2002. Wild. And, and they're, they've made a new album. Right. Wow. Listen to it. It's very different, but it's, it's kind of a cool arc. Did you like it? I did in a Joe Jackson-y way, but I like this stuff all way better than that. Mm, right. Gotcha. So we did Sunday Papers. I've got four more songs, and we're going through them really quick because like a good pop artist, these songs are short. Two and a half, three minute songs, right? So this one is called One More Time, and it re it's the first track in the album that really introduces the energy. Let's go. He's got a cool voice. Yeah, he sounds cool. But this song, I mean, it might have been a slow, sad ballad if if it had been recorded by any other artist and later in this guy's career. Tell me one more time we never had a thing in common. Tell me one more time as you turn and face the wall. Tell me I should know you never were my kind of woman. Tell me we were but it's got this super high energy feel to it because that's what's in the album. It's very head boppy. And again with this bassist, uh, what's his name? Maybe? Graham Maybe. Okay. On the way out, 250 is the way out for this song. I'm going to go forward to it a little bit introduces a huge amount of energy. Uh, listen to the bass right here. The bass is like right on the same notes as the toms. And then here we get that double time. Oh, double time. Yeah. Right, here's your double time, just like in that last song we heard Sunday. They know, they know a formula that works. It does work. It works great. Dun, dun, and, dun. and the guy sounds cool. He does have a really cool sounding voice, right? Yeah, he does. For sure. So I'm halfway through my picks. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm winning you over, Billy. I feel like you're liking the album. I mean, I'm such an easy target. You've got to win over like Tim or someone harder. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think I can win over Tim because the lyrics in this thing are clever. They're clever as befits a... He likes that. ...sort of posh Brit, you know? He's kind of like Tim. Like, he'd probably love this. Like, it's just sarcasm and a little bit cynical. Probably he will love this. All right, so I'm going to play my fourth pick, okay? It's called Happy Loving Couples. It's got a fun chorus and good harmonies. The drummer plays like the bell of the ride symbol or whatever. Happy loving couples make it look so easy. 
This will be hard. Let's go. All right. So here's the quiz. Now I want you to, in a browser, do some research and look for the cover of Look Sharp! Exclamation point. Joe Jackson looks sharp. It's a pair of shoes. Yeah, I saw that. Like that kind of feels like the '80s, right? Oh no, I think that looks like the '70s. That looks like do '70s you? punk weird fashion stuff. But those shoes Look at are those crazy 80s. laces. They're not. What's funny is that <laughs> that's him standing there with those shoes on in the photo session. And he's got a suit. It's like a big wide pinstripe suit. It is a little bit 70s. But really from a sartorial perspective, like this guy didn't have a lot of fashion sense. So like that kind of th threw me for a loop. And, and the song and the album, Look Sharp, the song Look Sharp, and we're going to listen to that in a minute, is all about the foolishness of fashion. Right? Uh, in the time and in general, I think, probably, in his opinion. The quiz is this, okay? We're going back to the Rolling Stone list because, oh, dude, God. you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted. <laughs> You're going to turn me around. <laughs> right? Factually. Actually. There are two Rolling Stone lists that you probably don't know. One is called the Top 100 Debut Albums of All Time. And the other is the Top 100 Greatest Album Covers of All Time. This album, Look Sharp, is on both of those lists. Over under? What's a passing grade on this quiz? Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you over under fifty. I'm saying top half of both lists right off the bat. You're getting a fifty percent grade. <laughs> One is in the bottom I'm half. I'm more I'm more confident about the best <laughs> debut category than the album cover category. That's false, Billy. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Wah, 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 the album wah. covers, this is number 22 on the best album covers of all time, believe it or not. And this, as a debut album, ranks 98 on that list, just barely coming in. And I, I agree with you. I think that I, I would have expected them to be turned around, and that's why I gave you the quiz. You ain't all friends of mine. Right, that's enough. Let me ask you this. Can you just name some of the other albums that were ranked behind Look Sharp that you found offensive or ahead of I Look Sharp? I didn't look at the whole list because I only saw these numbers in isolation. Wah, 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 wah. Right. But like okay, album fine. covers, the best album covers of all time, there's uh, several, I did look at some of those, several Beatles albums and of course like Sticky Fingers, a lot of Rolling Stone albums, a couple of uh, Pink Floyd albums, Wish You Were Here is on it and Dark Side is on it. All right. That was fun. Okay, so that's the end of the quiz. <laughs> I'm going to say you, you didn't win the quiz, but it's okay because you're winning the hearts and minds of the listeners by, by going along with this wonderful album. <laughs> I hope so. So now comes the title song on the album called Look Sharp. Big shot, tell you what, tell me what goes on around here. Go on and get me in the corner, smoke my cigarettes and drink sort of sarcastic song about the importance of fashion at the time. And, you know, as I said, it wasn't known to be a fashion plate. But we're not here to talk about the fashion of it. The chorus is great. Here, check it right here. You gotta look sharp. You gotta look sharp. Same bass sound, 
Wonderful bass sound. Very uh, melodic. You can totally hear the note, right? Not thumpy. It's thumpy, but also you can hear the note. There is a amazing, amazing bridge section coming up. But first, I want to hear what's going on in the drums at the chorus. It's coming up right here. thought I heard some like it's almost like the bottom triplet action right and it's like a quarter note snare thing here's the bridge section now finally piano <laughs> drums are gonna shine here wow right drummers really going off I mean that has that not been sampled and used as a break that's awesome no all right, and then the guitar goes off. All right, and the drums will go off too, right here. Now listen to the piano here. Okay, it's all done. Really ups the dissonance and the energy. Yeah. And then he's into the final lyrical conclusion after that. Big shot, thanks a lot. Gotta go, it's getting late. Yeah, I mean, you can feel the energy of it. And... Oh, a little halftime. Drums just went halftime. But check your watch and wallet now before I go and you're too late. So this thing arrived for me in the mail and I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard of this guy. It was his debut album. How old were you? I mean, 13, oh, maybe. Perfect. 13, 14. Like, I couldn't have been that young because it was new back when I got it, right? Yeah, yeah. 1979, it was recorded or came out? It came out in 79. And they wrote all these songs in the 77, 78. They got signed. The album came out in, in 79. So that was the fifth song in my list, okay? And you've got a sense of kind of how, how it all feels, right? Yeah, what yeah. this album is. And I think I'm winning you over with it. I like it. Now, the last song here is a bit of a departure, okay? Fools in Love. It was written before the Joe Jackson band was created. He was um, playing piano in a sort of cabaret lounge act band. And the song has more of that feel. But lyrically, he's moving much towards the sort of sarcastic, cynical Joe Jackson that we know from this album. It is my favorite song on the album. Reggae guitars again. Oh, yeah. Drums. Yeah. It's definitely a reggae feel, One drop. right? Yeah, totally. Fools in love. Well, are there any other kind of lovers? And, you know, like I said, you pointed out the Scofield before, like he said that the whole album was reggae influenced, and I really only felt it in this song. Is there any other kind of pain? But you really it's feel it. really sticking out in this one. And you can imagine me, age 13, 14, 15, even 16, painfully melancholy. Really got me in the feels back then. You know? <laughs> I, was, I was bought in. The vocals are recorded double there. Yep. Smart move, right? I also love that 
cut, 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 cut. Right. Are there any creatures more pathetic? <laughs> it's a great line. This is almost police-ish, how they're mixing rock in with reggae here. Yeah. And it's about the same time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. I'll tell you, like, I like the, um, I like the reggae parts a lot. Yeah. I like the song, but not as much as some of the other ones. I don't know. Well, I'm not surprised. This one really is more like, oh, Waldron would love this, right? And I think the, you know, the unexpected love comes for these other songs that are in the album. Mm. You know, I think that when we get to the piano solo, yeah, you might change your mind about this song because it's got a characteristic Joe Jackson sound to it. Like people who know Joe Jackson and don't know this album would be like, oh, I can hear Joe Jackson playing piano here. Yeah. And I'm going to shut up for the whole thing, but... Listen to the way the solo ends. He goes kind of all over the keyboard up to the top. It's a little bit cliche, but it works great in this context. So here's a beautiful piano solo. Listen. With the bass, it sounds wonderful. It does sound really great. And then the way it ends at the very end of it is just simple and little clang on the bell of the symbol. And that's Joe Jackson looks sharp. There's like a weird there's like a weird reverb pan up at the end. Do you hear that? Oh really? Yeah. Play that play the very end, like the last five seconds again. Listen again. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> right? Good ear. It's pretty cool. I like Joe I like Joe Jackson. I'm gonna listen to this album. You know, while we're talking, I'm also doing some research and remembering the song Steppin' Out. That was Joe Jackson too, right? Yeah, and you can hear that piano sound that we just now heard yeah. in the song Stepping Out. Should we play it real quick? I mean, what the hell? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Oh my God, I love this one. The, this <laughs> 80s synth vibes are so strong. This is the Joe Jackson piano. I think he doubled the piano. It might even be a glockenspiel in there. I think I'm pretty sure there was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was. If this new gig of yours falls through, Billy, you can make a living spotting glockenspiel in songs. I heard the glockenspiel. Yeah, this is his most frequently played song. Yeah, um, okay. That song, Stepping Out. Yeah, and yeah. the next one is, Is She Really Going Out yeah. With Him? Which is, it's a wonderful song. Yeah. They're both, those are like his two giant hits. And he's got a couple of other things that made, you know, got some play. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a song for the outro. Okay, let's go. It's called Do the Instant Mash. <laughs> it's making fun of like dance craze songs. That's so funny. It's something of a novelty song and it's about people following their normal paths in life and conforming to whatever society puts in front of them. 
robotic people going through their lives. Talks about working in a supermarket. Work there for a year or two and you can get to like it. I don't work in supermarkets anymore. And that's, that's the Joe Jackson Look Sharp album. Pretty interesting guy. He also produced some like classical music in his time. Yeah, I think he wrote some classical music too. But. Yeah, that's wild. So, Waldron, is it decided for Joe Jackson's album, Look Sharp? Well, I, that's something I'd have to ask you, because my goal was to win you over, you know? I'll tell you what. Have I, I won you I over? Will listen Do you have thoughts? I will listen to Look Sharp. Okay. So, I've decided I like that song, Fools in Love. I understand why you don't like it best. It's funny, because I like the reggae part of it, but there was something about it that it like went on too long or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Much like me. So, Waldron, one one call to action for our fans tonight. And the call to action is... What? The call to action is... Lift hand, flick wrist, drop hand, turn around. If you enjoy this podcast and listen to it on a regular basis, tell a friend, hey, you know what? You should check out this podcast called Their Very Best. Should we say that people should text their good friend who would love music, like a new music discovery? Figure out someone who you think would tolerate our banter. Oh my god, I love that part. Love that harp. We're asking our people with this one CTA to hook us up. Yeah, please please do tell tell a friend or a relative or whoever. In the cinema tonight, they sit and watch the robots fight. The human beings don't have much to say. Billy, we should do more episodes, dude. Well, watch out, Waldron. Beware. <laughs> no. <laughs> Billy, we should do more episodes. Yes. We are going to do more of these episodes, so beware. Eat it, beat it, eat it, turn around. Warning, watch out, beware. <laughs> we'll be offering more unsolicited wrong opinions in the near future. I'm Bill. And I'm Waldron, and thanks for listening to Their Very Best. 